0: Get fired up on the WFO line. WFO, Joe.
1: 954
0: 889 6796. It's just been an absolute joy to be a drag racing fan. Go wide open, and your call may be used on the show. Or preface by saying,
2: I'm not a Kurt Bush fan or apologist. I don't know where Greg Anderson's ego is gone, but
0: I know one person that's going to be a big time villain in pro stock. That's 954 889 6796. That phone line is always. WFO. Okay, we're going to start a few minutes early, so we'll probably have more um, media join us as, as we continue. But, um, okay. well, congratulations. I know it's been a um, maybe a short night considering um, I know tech cleared really late and then, and then, no
3: off- night. It's a no night. It's a no <laughs>
0: night. Yes, yes. So, thank you um, so much for, for being willing to join us again. I know that we. Just spoke to you last night, but it's always fun to continue these for the for the next few days. Um, and just why don't just knowing that you've been up this morning doing a couple things, uh, maybe just give us an overview of what the last you know, I don't know, the last ten to twelve hours have been like for you.
3: Yeah it's it's been it's been a range of emotions believe it or not you know from finding out that that we won the daytona 500 just the the sheer excitement uh, that you have from that to you know for me it's been like a very uh emotional and and humble experience where just realizing like man we we just won the biggest race in the world and um so many people have done so much to help me get here it's it's you know it can be overwhelming and um and just thankful I'm super thankful I really am like I'm thankful for the opportunity to to be in NASCAR to be one of 40. Uh, I'm thankful to drive the Love's Travel Stop Ford Mustang for Bob Jenkins and Front Row Motorsports and you know I'm just I'm thankful that that I've had the opportunity uh, to be in a car that can win the Daytona 500 and and to finally do it it's it's amazing.
0: And I know that you've had the opportunity to talk um to some of your family and I'm sure connect with um, Jamie and the kids and, and everyone um, that wants to celebrate with you. Has, has that been fun as far as trying to catch up on your text messages and finally getting a chance to talk to family?
3: Yeah, you know, it's it's been tough for sure because uh, just so much has been going on. And, and um, you know, every time I look down at my phone, I have another hundred texts that, uh, you know, it started at 350. And I went to breakfast and I got it down to about 290. And then I looked down again and it's at 350. So everyone's just going to have to be real patient. And, uh, you know, give me a couple of days to get back to them. But, you know, just to talk to my kids this morning and and show them the trophy and show them the ring. And, you know, just um, I would love for them to be here and experience it. But I can't wait to get home and see them. And, you know, for us as a family, we've always done this as a family. and We've traveled together as a family. And, you know, kids don't always understand and, and they don't know, you know, daddy, what, you know, why don't you win the race and, and why does, you know, why does this daddy win the race all the time? And, um and, and so to finally, you know, to, to get the victory lane and, and to, um, you know, to do it at the biggest race, uh, it's, it's amazing. and It's fun to, uh, to experience that with them. And uh, I can't, like I said, I can't wait to get home, show them the trophy and, and just uh, hold them and, and just super thankful. I mean, um, like I said, it's it's overwhelming to think um, what it means to, to be a Daytona 500 champion.
0: Well, congratulations again. We're going to take questions for Michael. If you have a question, friendly reminder, just raise your hand within the Zoom platform or send us a note in the chat. And to kick us off, we're going to go to Greg Engel. Go ahead, Greg, with your question.
2: Sleep is so overrated, my friend. And uh, I guess now at home you'll be known as Big Daddy. Um, congratulations. Can you hear me?
3: I can't. Uh, let me turn you up here a little bit. You're a little bit quiet.
2: Might be, might be my, uh, my, my mic here. I apologize. I just wanted to know, um, obviously a popular win among all the, everybody that competes in the sport and fans, and uh, no matter who driver they, they pull for. Have you talked to um, either Brad or, or Joey um, after that last lap and, and about that last lap?
3: Um, I haven't talked to Brad, um, uh, but Joey came and saw me in victory Lane, and um, yeah, and he he you know, honestly, he was just so happy for me. I mean, obviously, he wanted to win the race. Um, but he, you know, he just came up and congratulated me and um just just told me that I deserved it, man, that uh, how amazing it was that that you know I get to experience this. And you know, he said it's the last lap of the Daytona five hundred. i I don't expect you to lift, and I don't expect Brad to lift. and um, you know, just soak it all in and don't worry about, you know, what happened on the racetrack because all of us would have done the same thing. So um, I haven't got the chance to speak to Brad, but um, you know, I, I'll definitely reach out and, you know, we worked so good together. Brad was, you know, he was the guy that I was anchored to wherever he went, I was going and, and we just had such a great run. And and when he pulled down, I went with him and it, you know, it just didn't work out for all of us. And so, you know, that happens at the, you know, going into turn three here coming to the checkered, but um, and it definitely wasn't something that I was planning on, but you know, I feel like I was very fortunate to make it through. Because when when Brad started spinning right and Joey started spinning left, there was just enough room for my car to squeeze through, and it was just you know, it was like the seas parted, and I was able to drive through the middle. So I feel very fortunate to uh, to escape it.
2: Well, thank you, young man. Congratulations, and enjoy it.
3: Thank you.
0: Okay, additional questions for Michael this morning. All right, we have another question. Bob, go ahead with your question.
3: Yeah, Michael, uh, did you were your kids awake? Like, did they watch it, or like, how did they, do you know? Like, how they found out? You know, um I, I don't. I don't believe the kids were awake. I, I believe my wife uh, woke them up uh, after you know we we had won, but. Um, you know, obviously my wife was watching, you know, she, uh, she's a nervous wreck during these, these super speedway races. And, um, so it's, you know, she was definitely glued to the TV and, um, you know, after, after, uh, I, they, they, you know, said over the, the radio that we were going to victory lane, um, you know, she, she woke the kids up and, you know, I was able to FaceTime with them in victory lane for a few minutes and, um, you know, would have loved to have that, that moment with them. But, you know, like I said, last night, it's, um, you know, I'm just thankful that, that we get to race and I'm thankful that I have a healthy family and I can't wait to see him today. And was, has there been any point in the last four or five hours where it has sunk in that you won this race? No, I mean, I think that there's been parts of it, but it's super emotional. I I don't know how it is for everybody else, but man, it's just, you I'm just so grateful and just so thankful that it you're just kind of overwhelmed with that and um you know the thing that keeps going through my head is just you know just all the people I mean and it's not just in NASCAR it's my entire career just so many people have you know given me an opportunity or helped me get here or sponsored me in a race and allowed me to do this that you know you just think about all those people that that if we're here for the event where you know where we're supposed to
2: park the media you yeah on there around the back okay thank
0: you go ahead michael you want to continue to answer that one
3: i'm i'm sorry no it's I'm, trying all good.
2: Get, I'm trying to get here for the event
3: no no it's all good um yeah so it's it's just it's humbling and it just makes you thankful for so many people and um, you know, so my mind's been kind of racing about, man, you know, this guy did this for me and this guy did this for me. And, um, you know, it's just so many people that I need to thank.
0: Okay. We're going to take our next question from Zach Dean. Go ahead, Zach.
2: Michael, what time did you go to bed last night? Because it wasn't that long before you were talking like five hours ago. So you, you you can't, you gotta be running on a lot of coffee right now.
3: Yeah, no, I I didn't go to sleep. Um, you know, I probably had the opportunity around, you know, 5:30 to 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 get an hour or so, but I don't do well with naps and um and I just felt so tired that if I took if I went to sleep, I just felt like I was going to be uh not feeling the greatest when I had to get up an hour later. So, I got I got my uh my loves water here, so I'm rehydrating and and I've had a Celsius, so um I'll be good for a few more hours here I mean I'm sure tonight is going to be rough but um you know it's it's hard to go to sleep when you have so much emotion running through you and so much excitement that um you know it's yeah I'll get to sleep here later on
0: coming from someone who tried the nap route uh I think you made the right call because it is not fun
3: yeah yeah you know it's never worked out good for me it just makes me feel terrible so um yeah we will uh we'll grind it out here a little bit and yeah just um like i said being being in the position i'm in this sleep is not a, a big priority right now Thanks, right, michael
0: all right michael we we have a couple more media who are making their way into the room but i did want to ask you um have you had a chance to talk to trevor bain i know that um you guys are really good friends and I was just curious if you've had a chance to to talk with Trevor yet or to kind of share that Daytona 500 moment with him.
3: Yeah I did it was it was about 5 a.m um, and he was just waking up getting ready to go to his coffee shop and so um, he he said man I woke up and I had all these phone calls and text messages and he's like I can't believe it you know and um, yeah so you know Trevor and I we're, we're close friends and and you know, we, we just had that brotherly bond. And I said, man, can you believe it? Like we're both Daytona 500 champions. How crazy is that? And so, uh, yeah, it was really special. And, um, you know, just, like I said, this, this sport is got so many highs and lows and, you know, that the lows can be low and the highs can be really high. And so, um, being on, on both sides of them, it's, uh, it, it teaches you to appreciate, you know, each moment.
0: All right. I just want to ask, are there additional questions for Michael? A few minutes here. All right. We have another question. Jenna, go ahead with your question.
1: Hey, Michael. Uh, Now that you've you've had a few hours for it to sink in, um, does winning the Daytona 500, is it worth it? Everything you've gone through to get to this, is it worth it now?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, even if I didn't, it'd still be worth it. I mean, I love this sport. I love being a NASCAR and, um, I love the challenge of it and how difficult it is. And so, you know, the, the, the sacrifice it's worth it because this is what I've dreamed about doing and, and to, to win. Yes, for sure. I mean, it's, that's what it's all about, right? We all, we all show up on Sunday for, for one reason, we want to win the race um but even if you didn't it's still worth it I mean this is such a great sport and and I'm so thankful to be one of 40. I mean I think it's so easy to take that for granted how many you know race car drivers there are in the world and to be one of 40 that uh, that gets to start on Sundays that's amazing so it's definitely worth it.
1: Um you said on on um February 4th, you had media availability. You said you guys couldn't point your way into the playoffs. You'd have to win a race, which is something that you hadn't ever done before. Um, now, 10 days later, you've won that race. You're in the playoffs. Um, how do you how do you think you're going to approach the, the rest of the season?
3: You know, I think not a lot will change for us for the rest of the season as far as, you know, our effort and what we're going to do. I think what will change is... We'll, we'll be probably able to be a bit more aggressive. Um, and and I, I think that we'll have a little bit more confidence and swag too, right? So uh, it won't hurt as bad when you have those those hard days because you know that you're in the playoffs and you know that you didn't just lose, you know, 50 points or whatever it might be, you know? So I think that not that it takes the pressure off because every weekend you want to perform and every weekend you want to run well, um but it 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 will help us to uh to go it a little bit more with strategy and you know maybe you know pushing in the envelope a little bit more
1: and lastly have you had a chance to watch the final lap yet
3: you know I have um I, I've seen it a, a couple times now I, I haven't like had time to really like go back and analyze it It's just people showing to me on you know on phone or social media so I haven't got to really watch it kind of on a big screen and slow-mo and see it all. But um, yeah, it it really, it played out how, you know, I, I remember it, you know, there, when I watched it, nothing stood out to me. That was, Oh man, you know, I didn't see that or, or, you know, something happened differently than than what I saw from the driver's seat.
1: What do you think Brad was, was thinking there? Drew thought, he might have been torn whether or not to to go around his teammate or to take the push from you, the best pusher in the field.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, Brad backed up to me definitely in, in in the middle of turn one and got off of Joey a little bit. So to me, that was my indication that he was getting ready to go. Um, just because he was trying to build that little bit of a gap so we could get a run. And and we got the run and and we really got the run because Chase Elliott gave me a pretty good push. And then I was able to get connected with Brad. And I do agree with that. You know, I I don't know for sure. I haven't spoke to Brad, but it looked like Brad had the momentum with me pushing him and wasn't sure if he was going to pick Joey up or pass him. And I think that that maybe was a little bit of what happened.
1: Thank you, Michael. Congratulations.
3: Thank you.
0: Okay, we're going to take our next question from Claire B. Lane. Go ahead, Claire.
2: Thank you. You know, Michael, you're such a nice guy, and you've been so patient. You're well-loved in the field. Driver after driver is like, you know, it's great. He's a great guy. But I wonder, after you win, if it's going to be harder not to win. Now that you tasted the steak, right, if the hard times of not winning – you know, you went along for so many years. Now you get it. Now you're only going to want it more,
3: right? Yeah, I, I think that you always have a fire for that, and no doubt when you win, that fire gets deeper, right? Um, but you, Claire, we but we we all know that that's not an every weekend thing for for us and our race team right now. I mean, we've been making great gains, and I'm so proud of our front row organization. Um, but we know that you know, on, on 26 of the racetracks, we will be happy to, to be in that top 10. Um, but I think when we go to the super speedways and we go to the road courses and we go to some of the short tracks, yeah, definitely we can contend and, and we're getting better and better every year. And so the hunger is there for sure. Um, and definitely, you know, I think that this gives us a lot of confidence And and you want more, you always want more, but man, I am so thankful that I am not going to go my cup career without a win. I mean, it's, it's such a relief to me to, to know that, you know, I won't go 400 starts without a win. And, um, and so, uh, you know, I've always said I, I want one and I got one now uh, and obviously we want two, right. We want to win the road course next week, but if we don't believe me, Claire, I'm going to be very happy. I'm very happy with, with, with what I've done and. Uh, my career and and what we were able to accomplish.
2: Are you hopeful that uh, the next gen car will allow your team to be even better that there is hope down the future you you said right now you know we're a certain level team but we're making improvements well what's in the future then?
3: Yeah, that next gen car is going to be a game changer, and we know that. I mean, if you look at the schedule with with the road courses that you know are on the schedule currently, and and with potential of more, and then bringing in you know the next gen car, that is definitely going to level the playing field. And and even if it's for a year or two, that still gives us a great window um, to go win races. And and I think that um, you know Bob Jenkins and and myself are excited about the next gen car. We are. You know, we were hopeful it'd be this year because we really feel like that's gonna be what what helps us get to that top level. And and you know, like I said, we've been getting better every year. And that's with people. I mean, we have great people at front row right now. And and if if we get an opportunity to level the playing field, I think we can contend with them.
2: Congratulations and enjoy the win with your family. Okay. Thanks for the time. Yeah.
0: All right, we're going to take our next question from Terry with WNDB. Go ahead, Terry. Good morning, Michael. Good luck on the win. Uh, you know,
3: when I look at Michael McDowell, and I've watched you through your whole career, you had a, a, a moment back in 2008 that sort of scared all of us. And it's it's something that uh, to this day, I, that's, that's the image I have. And I know it's something that sticks in your mind. But uh, comparing, you know, going through something like that to, you know, getting to where you're at now tell us about some of the other moments that we should remember between that crash in 2008 at talladega and this daytona 500 win yeah you you know i don't know what those moments would be for y'all i mean i definitely have some key ones that that stand out to me um and you know they're not all wins right it's just (laughs) it's just those those moments that, you know, that give you that that breath of, of fresh air or that breath of life that keep you moving in, in the sport. And um, I would say the first time I made the Daytona 500, that was one of those moments, you know, I had to race my way in. And, you know, when I got the call from JD Gibbs to come drive their Xfinity car in and, and the first race, uh, you know, sat on the pole and and led a lot of laps. And, and those are those little moments that just keep you energized, you know, to keep pushing and keep going on those days where it's tougher. Um and then, you know, for me it's 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 small things. It, you know, when I went full time in, in the 95 for Bob and Sharon Levine and and to be able to be in something competitive and and even if they were top 20s or top 15s, those were days that were, man, they were life giving. And and so you just build on those moments and you know to get a top five in the Daytona 500 and and I don't know how many top tens I have here at Daytona but a handful of top tens those were all moments that you know keep you fired up about what could happen. Thanks a lot congratulations on the win. Thank you appreciate it.
0: Okay we're going to take one final question here quickly before we have to let Michael go. Um, Alan, go ahead with your question.
3: Good morning
2: Michael. Good morning. Hey, uh, Danny Hamlin last night was quick to point out that uh, your win was not a fluke. And I just wonder, you know, given the storylines and what a lot of people will think, I mean, was this an underdog story last night in terms of your abilities and your team? Do you see this as an underdog story?
3: Yeah, I'm not sure. I think that we are underdogs. Um, But when we come to Daytona, you know, I would consider us a top five contender every time. Um, And And I don't say that because, you know, I'm being boastful. I just say that because a majority of these races were in the top five when it comes down to those last five laps. So um, no different than, than Denny and and Joey. And there's, there's a handful of guys that seem to be able to get themselves in those positions. Um, But the difference is, is that I haven't been able to close. I haven't been able to, you know, to get the victory lane. I've been able to get in that top 10 in that top five, but, um you know so i do feel like we are underdogs from from that standpoint but i also don't i agree with danny and i really appreciate what he says that means a lot i I don't think it was a fluke because we do run up front at these races quite often and uh last night just worked out perfectly congratulations enjoy it thank you
0: all right michael thank you so much for spending time with us this morning Go enjoy the uh, presentation, and uh, we'll look forward to with you most likely later in the week. So, thank you.
3: See you guys. Thank you. This is WFO Radio.
1: Subscribe to WFO Radio on iTunes. Never miss a show. And don't forget to write a review. WFO.